there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one delightful page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, Ketubot 8, we learn the secret to being a great host. Have a listen. The Gemara relates, Rav Ashi happened to come to the house of Rav Kahana to attend a wedding. The first day, he recited all seven blessings. From that point forward, if there were new faces present, he recited all the blessings. And if not, he would say, it is merely an extension of the original celebration. And he would recite the blessing, in whose dwelling is joy, in the zimun prior to grace after meals, and the sixth blessing after grace after meals, who has created. In other words, here is Rav Ashi teaching us this lesson. If there are no new guests around, just recite the same old blessings because... It's just an extension of the part because it's just an extension of the same party. But if a new guest arrives, you have to start from scratch. You have to recite all the blessings. You have to make that new guest feel like they're special, like the party only starts when they arrive. So it gives me great pleasure to welcome back to the show someone who's not only a rabbinic authority on all things corduroy, but also someone who is truly one of the most thoughtful not just hosts, but philosophers of hosting, if you will, the Corduroy Rav, Rabbeinu Mark Oppenheimer. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Reb Liel, it's so good to be here. Do you know what that delightful page of Talmud makes me think about? It makes me think about, and, and this ties into the origins of Corduroy Chassidus, which is that as a child, when I was wearing Corduroy, and this is a true story, I was often mocked for it because it had gone out sometime in the late 70s, early 80s. My parents were still buying it for me, or I wasn't growing a lot. I was a short child. I was still wearing those clothes. By the mid-80s, uh, denim was in, stone-washed, acid-washed, uh, whatever wash you might prefer. And, Horrible decade. Yes. And I was often uh, on the outs. I was often, I think like many children, I went through a period of um, being somewhat excluded. And... Sometimes I was ex excluded and mocked for my corduroy garb. Now, of course, this led to the great, you know, the corduroy philosophy that I espouse today and, and which has many followers. But back then, what corduroy represented and what my wardrobe represented was getting to the party later and being excluded and not being noticed. Now, I wasn't always thrown out on my tushy, my tuchas. A word, by the way, that my children don't know, and I feel that I failed as a dad. They don't know tushy or tuchus. They say but, which is just, it's like the worst of America, right? <laughs> I wasn't thrown out. <laughs> what it was was that I just wasn't noticed. I'd walk into the party or the, the game room or the rec room or everyone was playing Atari, and they'd look up and they'd see me and just go, huh, okay. But they wouldn't stop and acknowledge somebody new has come. Whereas if my friend Derek or Adam showed up, it was, hey. Derek, with their Levi's 501. Yeah, with lots of 501s and the denim jacket. They would have the double denim, maybe. Oof. They might have some buttons, some like deaf leopard pins on their jacket. Known as the Massachusetts Succeeder. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, there was an acknowledgement that the party just got better. And obviously what this page is saying is when a new person arrives, don't just look over your shoulder and say, oh, you know, the blessings have been said, the party's underway, good, I'm glad I'm glad Liel is here, or Quinn, or Mark. If a new person arrives, stop and re-say the blessings, have a new round of hazas, of brachas, of, of, you know, high fives, because you want that person to feel that their addition to the party 
has been recognized, that, that the party has grown grander and merits new attention. In fact, that the um, party begins anew. It begins anew. As it's, you enter the room, because it's all here for you. Each one of us deserves to feel this That's way. right. And the party that will be remembered, the party that will go down and whose legend will only increase in the telling is a party that that comprises all of the people in the room, not just the two or three people who were there at the start when they popped in the Frogger cartridge. Now, I really consider you to be someone who truly excels at the art of hosting. You wrote the hosting intro to Tablet's Haggadah on how to make people around the dinner table, around the Seder table feel welcome. You you host quite often. I never received an invitation to one of those, but I hear from people who have that you're very good at your job. So give us like a quick lightning round, two or three things that we as hosts could learn from the great Cordray Rav next time we have humans around our Shabbos table. Okay, well, I would say three things. Number one, you want to set them at ease. So you... So clothing optional. So, right. So the first thing you want to say, a lot of people are very uptight. I'm actually not going to go grandiose about this. This won't be so philosophical. This will be very tachlis, very, you know, nuts and bolts. A lot of people are very worried about whether or not uh, they should have shoes on in the house. Now, this, of course, is, you know, in America, we wear, grownups wear shoes. So I, I'm very troubled by the idea that some grownups tell you to take your shoes off inside because we are not children. We are grownups. However, in my own house, I frequently walk around barefoot. We are shoe optional. But you may wear your shoes. I would never tell a grown person, take your shoes off, right? Um, I mean, imagine telling, you know, great Aunt Esther, who's put on her nice pumps or her high heels or her sensible shoes, take them off, walk around in your in your pantyhose. We wouldn't do that, right? Um but the point is people have different traditions on this. So whatever the way of the land in your house is, tell people. If you want them to take their shoes off, tell them we're shoeless. If you want them to keep them on, please keep them on. If it's optional, tell them it's optional because a lot of people have stress about that. Um, and then bring them in and immediately offer them something uh, to drink. It doesn't have to be alcoholic. There is also a myth out there that you must put booze in people's hands. Some people are sober. Some households are sober. But, you know, offer them something to drink. And then the third is, if at all possible – have a furry animal or a child to jump on them because that immediately breaks the tension. It says this is going to be an informal household and uh, and you're going to have a good time. If, if you don't have a furry animal or a child... Um, Call Mark Oppenheimer. You, I can lend you one. Yeah. Also, you might want to have a parrot who says uh, rude things. That always breaks the tension if you have an obscene parrot. Um, and, uh, and if not that, then... Um, They'd just be wearing a silly hat or something. Oh, final note on attire. You never want your guests to feel overdressed. If you dress a little bit formally, put on a funny little bow tie or just have have on something whimsical um, or just, you know, iron your shirt before they come over. People are less worried if they feel a little bit casual than they are if they feel overdressed. There's nothing worse than a guest coming over in nice pants and a shirt and you're there in your flip-flops. Mark Oppenheimer, the Cordoy Rav. This podcast only started when you joined it as a guest. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you, Leo. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. 
Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Rusquet and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.